0: Good morning, welcome each one into the house of God, special welcome to our visitors again and uh, to each and every one here this morning. It's good to be gathered together to sing his praises and to worship him, we don't know how long we can do that freely and uh, there's others that are in captivity of our brothers and sisters that uh, I'm sure wish could be together with the church, with their church body this morning, but can't. And uh, so we have a blessing that we should enjoy and count uh, a privilege to be able to get together. <clears throat> um, this morning, um, I'd like to turn to John 15. Um, God's been just speaking to me the last few weeks. Um of the importance of abiding in him. And uh, abiding in the vine <clears throat> and uh, convicted me a few weeks ago of my lack of doing that and just not pressing into the kingdom and and how detrimental that can be. So let's start in uh, John 15, verse 1. We'll read to verse 11. I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burned. If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, So have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. So we see it's the love of Christ coming out here, uh, calling, making a call to us as his children to abide in him and uh, <clears throat> there's some very grave warnings there too. what can happen if we don't abide in him and what will happen if we don't abide in him but there's also <clears throat> some tremendous blessings he spoke these things that our joy might be full and that his joy would remain in us um, <clears throat> verse 10 uh, if you keep my commandments he shall abide in my love And uh, so what are some practical ways that we can um, do this just on a practical day-to-day level? I mean, what does it mean to abide in him? What does it look like? I mean, we're living everyday life here. We have our temptations. We have our struggles. We have a busy life. And uh, so what does it look like to abide in him? And I think I just have a few practical points, not completely conclusive. I'm sure there's many. Many more um, things. But uh, one of them I thought about is to read God's word. Uh, and <clears throat> you don't have to turn there, but over in Second 2 Timothy 2.15, it says, Second 2 Timothy 2.15, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of God. And uh, just a simple, you know, reading the word of God <clears throat> is one way that I think is um, is just a simple way for us to abide in him. Another thing, uh, Ephesians 5.19, is to sing, to sing to ourselves and just... Uh, yeah, sing Ephesians five nineteen. It says, "Speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your hearts to the Lord." <clears throat> I think, uh, I think that is very essential too. Even though it seems like it's a small thing, it's important. God. Um, I believe he hears that tune in our hearts and in in our, you know, every day, you know, throughout the day. He he hears that, and I believe that brings him pleasure, and it also helps build us up in him. Um, A third thing is to meditate on the word of God. This is something that David did a lot in the Old Testament. Um, We can go back to Psalm 119. Psalm 119, verse ninety seven. He says, Oh, how I love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. <clears throat> and uh, this is something that doesn't take extra time out of your day um, while you're at your work and whatever you're doing your activities um, to meditate on God's word. It's, uh, I believe it's a very important thing. <clears throat> actually probably even for myself probably even more important than my daily devotions you know i can sit down and read a chapter and then if i go throughout the day not thinking about god and not meditating on his word and not even singing and some of those things you know what good did that chapter do but if i'm meditating throughout the day um i believe that is very very essential to abiding in the vine It helps us when we come up against a immediate decision we have to make. You know, it's not we don't often we don't have time to go read God's word or spend 15 minutes in prayer. You know, it's got to be made right there. And if we're meditating on the Word of God, that can be um, help you be prepared for that decision. <clears throat> um, another one is praying. 1st Thessalonians 5:17 we're kind of skipping around here all over the bible <coughs> and now I can't find Thessalonians I think it's here it is 1st Thessalonians 5:17 um, it says pray without ceasing. Very short verse. And there again, I believe that kind of goes along with, you know, the point on meditation. You know, praying without ceasing, that's not really possible to do on your knees all day long, right? All day and all night. But it is possible to do in your mind just throughout the day. Just just uh, when there's something that comes to your mind, just praying about it and um, being in, being in the spirit of prayer. <clears throat> I had one more, and that is back in Psalm 107. Let's turn there. We want to read the whole Psalm. And this is something that just stood out to me. I believe it was yesterday or Friday Uh, Psalm 107. We'll read the whole psalm, and this one is on praise. Um, <clears throat> let's uh, let's look out for the verses that say, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of and men." And just kind of keep that in mind as we're going through here, and how often it re- He repeats it. I believe there's there's something that I um, have been missing in just praise. You know, David had had a he had. He saw the importance of praising the Lord, and I think there is a great, a, it's very important in abiding. For us to abide in Him, we need to continue to praise God for His goodness and what He's done. Psalm 107, verse 1 O oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom He hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy, and gather them out of the lands from the east and from the west. From the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. He led them forth by the right way, that they might go to a city of habitation. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness, and for His wonderful works to the children of men! For he satisfieth the longing soul, and filleth the hungry soul with goodness, such as sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God, and contemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor. They fell down, and there was none to help. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, And he saved them out of their distresses. He brought them out of darkness and the shadow of death and break their bands in sunder. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. For he hath broken the gates of brass and cut the bars of iron in sunder. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, are afflicted. Their soul abhorreth all manner of meat, and they draw near unto the gates of death. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saveth them out of their distresses. He sent his word and healed them. He delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. And let them sacrifice the sacrifices of thanksgiving and declare his works with rejoicing. That they they that go down to the sea in ships that do business in great waters. These see the works of the Lord and his wonders in the deep. For he commandeth and raiseth the stormy wind, which lifteth up the waves thereof. They mount up to the heaven. They go down again to the depth. Their soul is melted because of trouble. They reel to and fro and stagger like a drunken man and are at their wit's end. Then they cry unto the Lord in their trouble, and he bringeth them out of their distresses. He maketh the storm a calm, so that the waves thereof are still. Then are they glad because they, are, they be quiet. So he bringeth them unto their desired haven. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness and for his wonderful works to the children of men. Let them exalt him also in the congregation of the people and praise him in the assembly of the elders. He turneth rivers into a wilderness and the water springs into dry, dry ground, a fruitful land into barrenness for the... For the wickedness of them that dwell therein. He turneth the wilderness into a standing water, and dry ground into water springs. And there he maketh the hungry to dwell, that they may prepare a city for habitation, and sow the fields, and plant vineyards, which may yield fruits of increase. He blesseth them also, so that they are multiplied greatly, and suffereth not their cattle to decrease. Again, they are minished and brought low through oppression. Affliction and sorrow, he poureth contempt upon princes and causeth them to wander in the wilderness where there is no way. Yet setteth he the poor on high from affliction and maketh his families like a flock. The righteous so see it shall see it and rejoice, and all iniquity shall stop her mouth. Whoso is wise will observe these things; even they shall understand the loving kindness of the Lord. <clears throat> and. As I read that, I just kind of had to ponder. Well, what is, what are those things that David is talking about? And I, in the, in the last verse, whoso is wise shall observe these things. And I think the message is clear. It's that we should praise the Lord uh, for His wonderful works. And uh, you know, David is just looking at humanity and how they go into sin and despair and. Then they call out to God, and God saves them and forgives them. And then he's just saying, oh, that men would praise the Lord. you know. But it seems like, he doesn't clearly say it here, but it seems like he's saying, you know, if men would only learn to praise the Lord, then this wouldn't happen over and over and over again. But it just goes right back into that again, and people cry out to the Lord, and the Lord saves them. And they forget about it. That's how it was with the children of Israel. And I think that's how it is for us, because we're humans too. And uh, I think one very important um, key or way to abide in him is to praise him, um, to thank him for where he has brought us to. And uh, so that's just a few points. Let's remember to read God's word, to sing to ourselves, to meditate, to pray, and to praise him so that we can abide in him.